Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff. I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and I've got another classic episode for you today. Our question, do crosswalk and closed-door buttons on elevators really do anything? Former host Christian Sager explains placebo buttons. Hey, Brain Stuff, this is Christian Sager. Pushing buttons is super satisfying. A button represents a modicum of control in our chaotic world. In the moment of pushing, you are the brief master of your own fate. All the forces humankind have harnessed have come to bow under your fingertip. But does pressing buttons always have the promised effect? Do closed door buttons and elevators and pushed across buttons at crosswalks actually do anything? Well, physically speaking, the answer is 
not always. Psychologically, the jury is out. So let's tackle the physical section first. As of 2004, a representative from the Department of Transportation in New York City said that more than 75% of their crosswalk buttons had no effect on their traffic signals. And as of 2013 in the UK, transportation officials reported that an unknown number of crosswalk signals function automatically, regardless of whether anyone presses the button. The estimates that they could give regarding non-functional buttons ranged from 18% to 40%. But why? Many crosswalk buttons are relics of a time before signal patterns were controlled by computer systems to help streamline traffic. Removing the buttons, especially in large cities like New York, could cost millions. So, the folks in charge have generally chosen to leave them standing. In newer traffic control systems, for example, the split cycle offset optimization technique, some people just like to call it scoot. Well, for example, municipalities can program buttons to turn on only some of the time. Now, think of an intersection with lots of motor traffic 24 hours a day, but pedestrian traffic mostly during business hours. During the day, when walk signals will likely be useful during every signal cycle, the buttons don't work. The walk signal comes automatically. At night, when fewer people are on foot, you have to press the button to stop traffic and cross the street. Meanwhile, reports on the functionality of elevator closed door buttons vary by the source. The urban myth that they're usually fake or that they're only operable with the use of a key by emergency or repair personnel seems to stem from the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990. Its current accessibility guidelines specify that elevator doors must remain open for at least three seconds. In practice, this law may well render closed-door buttons useless to the particularly impatient of us. But there's no reason to think that they're all, or even mostly, placebo buttons. Yep, you heard me right, placebo buttons. This is the psychology term for buttons that are designed to not do anything. They're named after the placebo effect. In brief, the placebo effect is a confirmed phenomenon in which people experience measurable clinical results with fake treatments due to the apparent power of their belief in the treatment. In the world of buttons, placebos have been installed on purpose in some workplaces in the form of fake thermostats. According to an informal survey conducted by the online publication Air Conditioning, Heating, and Refrigeration News, that sounds extremely interesting, a majority of HVAC professionals have installed placebo thermostats during their careers, or 51 out of 70 respondents at any rate. It seems that managers sometimes hope that employees who would otherwise waste time complaining about the temperature will be placated by pressing a button, even if it doesn't change anything. After all, even the illusion of control can make us happier. Today's episode was produced by Tyler Klang and written by me in the Wayback for BrainStuff's YouTube series. If you like our show and also like t-shirts, check out our merch store at tpublic.com slash brainstuff. For more on this and lots of other topics that probably aren't playing a psychological trick on you, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. I'm 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.